the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Remember, you can take us with you wherever you go on the iHeart TuneIn and Radio.com app, or better yet, download our own app. It'll allow you to have every Salem Media Network host at your disposal at any time, either live or on the podcast. Jeff podcasts our show every day. Did you know that? You can catch any segment you want via the podcast at 989theanswer.com. And I hope one of those segments that you want to listen to, if you miss it live and you're not going to because it's in the on-deck circle, is our weekly Friday segment with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. And Jack joins us now. You can follow him and should on Twitter at Jack Windsor, because if you did, you would know that Jack is breaking a big story today about the out-of-state dark money coming in to fund the defeat of Issue 1. Tell us about it, Jack. Yeah, so Issue 1, just a reminder, is that ballot measure aimed at requiring 60% statewide approval to amend the state constitution. We're currently at 50% plus one person. Now, both sides of the issue, to be fair, uh, have raised dollars from out-of-state sources. However, recent disclosures show a vast majority raised by opponents. Uh, it came from outside Ohio. 2.5 million of that is linked to a Swiss billionaire. Now, as you can imagine, that has set off alarm bells with some Ohio conservatives concerned that an out-of-the-country billionaire might be buying Ohio elections. So, Here's how it happened. Arabella Advisors, their mega dark money group, touted for massive amounts of untraceable political spending. And they have several funds to which they are tied. And $3.5 million in spending found its way to Ohio regarding issue one. A uh, significant amount of that, $2.5 million, came from 1630. Now, 1630 is the fund that helped fuel opposition to Judge Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination. And the fund has received $245 million from Swiss billionaire Hans-Jörg Weiss, who was a significant source of funding toward 2020 efforts to replace then-President Donald Trump with Joe Biden. Mm. Uh, eight, eight out of ten uh, significant contributors to the opposition are from out of state. $12 million of the $14.8 million raised by no-vote proponents has come from out-of-state and dark money sources, Bruce. Well, and Jack, the, the more I read your story, and it's a very detailed story, well-researched, uh, it just gets worse. I mean, there's an, the, you know, the Tides Foundation is, an, is another foundation mm-hmm. with ties to this Arabella Network, which, I mean, this just goes on and on. I mean, you want to check a, you know, a woke checklist. They, they've yep. donated to Black Lives Matter Global Network, Planned Parenthood. They tried to defeat Brett yep. Kavanaugh. I mean, as it just it goes, gets worse the further I read. Yeah. And now, um, the interesting part is Weiss, who is the big contributor, uh, he's a foreign national, meaning he lives in the United States, actually in Wyoming, but he's not a citizen. So he can't legally give to candidates or political committees. But an AP report says that he actually did that from 1990 to 2006. Now, the president of, his, uh, of 630 Fund said that money that they dole out, it meets all guidelines and regulations. But the bigger picture 
is that Weiss reportedly has $2 billion in charitable organizations and has used a network of nonprofits to funnel millions uh, to be a mega donor for Democratic and progressive, what they call, quote, issue advocacy, end quote, efforts. Now, um, you can see that show up in $63 million given to two groups that helped build support for Joe Biden's agenda, particularly um, the green energy provisions and mm-hmm. bills. And uh, Arabella has ties to some of the people that uh, conservatives bemoan, uh, people like Eric Kessler, former Clinton appointee, member of the Clinton Global Initiative, and, of course, uh, billionaire George Soros, who you remember has been a financier of efforts to elect liberal prosecutors throughout America, align community uprisings like we saw in 2020, push for open borders and more. Jack Windsor, The Ohio Press Network, is our guest. TheOhioPressNetwork.com, the site to subscribe to to get his reporting like this exclusive today on the Swiss billionaire and dark money group that's bankrolling the opposition to state issue one. You won't find it anywhere else because, you know, look, any of the TV networks in town that have websites, the dispatch, they're not going to publicize this or they're going to bury it if it's in a story because they want issue one to go down. Why do they want issue one to go down? Because they want abortion unrestricted in the state of Ohio and they want other things that will be incorporated through a 50 percent plus one margin. So subscribe to the Ohio Press Network dot com. Follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Windsor. So I was talking this morning with a very dear friend who is uh, engaged with a public policy organization in Ohio. He's a strong Christian, and I would describe him and those he works with as constitutional purists. I like to think I'm a constitutional purist, but he and I could not be (laughs) more diametrically opposite on this issue. He's afraid it'll be used against conservatives and conservative values in the future. And my response to him is, I'm not going to argue with this, this with you again. To me, this makes it harder to abort children, and I'm going to take that position right now and deal with whatever comes next when and if it comes. Bruce, I'm going to try to quickly make three points to that. Okay. Uh, groups publicly opposed to requiring a 60% threshold, they are the Ohio Democratic Party, the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, League of Women Voters, NAACP, and of course, teachers unions. Wow. Here's the weird part. All of them have the same 60% or larger 66 to 75% <laughs> vote requirements to amend their own constitutions and bylaws. Well, hold, stop dude, right there, because I want you to repeat that. Give me the organizations yeah. again. Ohio Democratic Party, ACLU, Planned Parenthood, League of Women Voters, NAACP, and teachers unions all require at least 60% to 75% vote requirements to amend their own constitutions and bylaws. If it's good for the goose, why isn't it good for the gander? Here's the other thing that I will point to. A lot of people say this this is just about abortion, and in reality it is. But unfortunately, Frank LaRose made some comments that the press doesn't follow through on. He said it's 100% about abortion. And then he went on to talk about how the minimum wage could be raised and other potentially nefarious things. Now, here's the concern. Liberal groups are targeting red states like Ohio to pass left-wing policies through ballot measures that they otherwise could not get through state legislatures. And so that's why you see uh, Second Amendment advocates, pro-family, pro-parent, pro-life groups aligning to support this. And people go, gun control? There's no way that... Oh, hold the phone. Yeah, Cleveland's liberal mayor mm-hmm. made known his plans last week to use a ballot measure process to scale back Second Amendment rights. He did it on a video. And then, of course, what you talked about, 
the anti-parent pro-abortion industry groups, ACLU, Planned Parenthood, have that measure on the ballot in November of this year that it's so expansive and ambiguous that it would take away parental rights when it comes to sex change surgeries and abortion for minors. But this is just the gateway. And by the way, if you're asking my opinion, this is why people like Weiss and other dark money groups are pouring money into Ohio because it is the gateway through which they will do these very liberal progressive things in our constitution. Well, you're absolutely right. I saw a story earlier this week where somebody said uh, the people all around the nation are keeping their eye on this because it's a liberal test case, because they Mm -hmm. view this as, hey, if this gets defeated, then we can go into states that don't have this 60% threshold, and there are more than 30 of them. Some do have it, but we can go into these states and we can get done through ballot initiatives by getting the vote out, by early voting, by all the stuff they use to, you know, win or wink, wink, win the 2020 presidential election, they can use it to, as Justin Bibb, the Cleveland mayor said, and I played that cut on this show at least twice this week, we can use it to get done the things that we can never. It's a way to bypass the legislature. We are already yep. represented in the legislature by the people we elect. Yep. Well, and I'll try to quickly make this point, too, Bruce. One of the things that you hear is if you pass this, then minority rule is done. Like minorities are not protected if you have a minority position. But I want you to think about this. Super majorities in a representative republic are actually designed to protect the minority position. Yep. Let me give you an example. <laughs> For four decades, the U.S. Senate required 60% vote in order to approve a Supreme Court justice. Harry Reid started the process of undoing that for federal judges, and then in 2017 it was completely undone for SCOTUS justices. Now ask yourself this question if you're on the left. Kavanaugh, Barrett, Gorsuch, do you like those folks? Mm -hmm. Because that was one person, one vote. And that's the position that they're in now, because whatever the whoever rules, whatever party rules, they get their nominees. It no longer requires 60%. So supermajorities actually protect the minority. They don't hurt them. Absolutely right. Great points. Uh, Read Jack Windsor's exclusive story, theohiopressnetwork.com, about the Swiss billionaire uh, who uh, contributes to these dark money groups that bankroll the opposition to state issue one. The proponents of issue one have been telling you all along that the money's coming from out of state. That is true. Jack has it in the story, 12 million of the 14.8 million. Quickly as we go, we've got about 20 seconds. What's your read on it? The initial polls were not promising that it could yeah. pass. The latest poll had it slightly ahead. What do you think is going to happen on Tuesday? I think that they're neck and neck, and I believe that because $10 million from both sides has been dumped into this for marketing for the final week. I believe the report that came out of Ohio Northern University, their poll showing yes, up 42 to 41, is way more accurate than the USA Today poll. This, Bruce, will come down to voter turnout on Tuesday. Which means it comes down to authentic Bible-believing people getting out on Tuesday, if you haven't voted already, and getting 10 of your friends who you know are authentic believers to get out and vote for it, too. Jack, thanks for this story. Great to visit with you, man. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. I missed you, brother. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Well, I really appreciate Jack Windsor coming on the show and sharing with us his insight into this dark money that is coming in from a Swiss billionaire. Uh, What skin in the game does he have in Ohio? Well, he sees Ohio and issue one as a test case for a way to get the radical ideology adopted through all the nation. 
legalization of marijuana, perhaps uh, more casino gambling throughout the country. Uh, Who knows? Maybe they'll get their transgender ideology amended to constitutions across the country. We had an Oklahoma governor yesterday, Kevin Stitt, who signed an executive order to protect women's sports and protect women's spaces. But given the trend on college campuses, given the uh, rampant evil that is out there, do you doubt the left's ability to get these kinds of things passed when all they need is 50% plus one? I don't doubt their ability. There are so many people now who are afraid to take a stand on something, even when it is a stand that they know is true. And I get it. There's a lot of pressure within the corporate world. You're making money. You're providing for your family to take a stand against something that is blatantly untrue, bordering on, or perhaps in the case of transgenderism, way over the line between sanity and lunacy. But oh, I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that rainbow on my email signature. I'm gonna put my pronouns in there because that'll just keep them away from me. No, it won't. No, it won't. Because you know what? Even if they stay away from you, you know who you can't get away from? You. You can't get away from you. Yours is the face looking back at you from the mirror every day. What do you see? You see a person that you respect? You see a person who trusts God to provide for all your needs going forward? Or do you see a person who well, I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, you got my back, Lord, but I'll take it from here. I got this one. Oh, I don't even want to bother you with this one. More and more and more, we're seeing proof of how evil this Biden administration is. Jim Jordan released his third edition of the Facebook files yesterday. This one <laughs> shows you the degree to which the Biden administration completely disregards the First Amendment. The Facebook files released by Jordan show that the White House badgered big tech into de-emphasizing content that was being gained by conservative media outlets and instead steered their algorithm at Meta, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter before it was owned by Elon Musk, steered content away from conservative outlets that were prospering during the pandemic, telling the truth about masks, about vaccine mandates, about social distancing, about the Hunter Biden story, about anything opposed to the Biden administration. The Biden administration and their overlords who monitor big tech were like, no, you got to fix that algorithm. You got to steer content away. We can't have these conservative outlets prospering. How bad did it get? Well, the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's outlet, it's the one that has Andrew Clavin, it's the one that has Matt Walsh, Michael Knowles, Candace Owens, Jordan Peterson. The content at the Daily Wire went from 100 million engagements per month Two, four million. Wow. That's not putting a foot on the scale. That's putting Bigfoot on the scale. That's putting like a herd of cattle on the scale. For an organization that its economic prosperity depends upon 
engagement through ads, what's ad rates depend upon the amount of engagement it gets from its audience. What do you think? And first of all, let's let's just be honest here. The Daily Wire's advertising clientele, you are you a member? You should be. Do they have like Coke and Home Depot, nationwide insurance? Do they have like all the big companies advertising on the Daily Wire? No, no. Because the Daily Wire's content is deemed too controversial. Oh, you'll find Coke and Unilever, Procter & Gamble, BlackRock. You'll find them all on MSNBC, the Network News. You'll find them all over there. Now, you know what you find on the Daily Wire, what you find on Fox, is like balance of nature, right? Express VPN. But even those advertisers, do you think they pay more for content surrounding their ads on the Daily Wire when the Daily Wire is getting 4 million hits a month or 100 million hits a month? So this is clearly the Biden administration's attempt to put conservative outlets out of business. Gee, Bruce, where would they have gotten a crazy idea like that? I don't know. Let's see. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine of your mind. Okay, we're back to the Barack Obama presidency. And oh, look, the Tea Party is gaining traction across the country. I know what we'll do. Let's audit every single one out there. And let's bring the head of the IRS to Congress. We're all of a sudden, oh, what do you know? Somebody from the left found an amendment to the Constitution that they really, really, really love. No, it's not the first one. No, it's not the second one. Oh, wait, it's the Fifth Amendment where they don't have to incriminate themselves. This is what's at stake in the next presidential election, people. If you give this mindset four more years and you say, well, I'm not voting for Joe Biden, are you voting to give the enemy, the Democratic Party, the right to decide who's going to quarterback your team. That's the best way I can put it. You're all Buckeye fans. You're all invested. By allowing Democrats to run against Donald Trump, you are allowing them to pick the quarterback they want to play against. They do not want to face Ron DeSantis. They do not, because he has a track record of delivering. And there are a lot of people who go, ah, oh, Ron DeSantis, he doesn't, he's, he's too immersed in the culture war. He doesn't understand the culture war. And then he talks about policy and economic policy and a 10-point policy. And people go, oh, well, that's just way too wonky. He's a policy wonk. He's not fun. He doesn't tap in me the same kind of whatever that Donald Trump does. Man, I so fear we're going to look back on what we could have had in the Oval Office from 2025 through 2028. And instead, we're going to get more of what we already have. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.